All right, everybody, welcome to Clicks and Funnels Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Muldoon. It's great to have you here. We are talking everything marketing. We are talking about growing and scaling your business. I'm going to be sharing ideas, strategies, and things that are working right now in the online marketing space so that you can get more conversions, get more clients, and grow and scale your business to the level that you want it to be so that you can achieve the kind of lifestyle that you want. This is something that I'm passionate about, and I'm here to help you do that. So with that said, let's dive in. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Brian Muldoon here, Clicks and Funnels Podcast. Great to have you along today. I hope you're doing really well and having a great day wherever you're at. Um, Today, I wanted to um, just take some time and touch on sort of what does it take for you to maybe look at from a high level to ensure that you're on setting yourself up on the right path for online success. Because, um, you know, uh, most people are working really hard. They're uh, spinning a lot of plates, multitasking, doing a lot of things. And um, sometimes, you know, it's easy to get lost in just all those different things that are happening, you know, where you're, you're the business owner, you're the marketer, you're the copywriter, you're the funnel builder, you're the uh, af, uh, value offer stacker, you're doing all these different things, right? Um, and, you know, you're also trying to create your message and your voice and, you know, you're, you're, you're doing research and looking at what's working and trying things in your own business. And so, you know, just that alone, you can see how things can get sort of chaotic. And when that happens, often um, we can get into a, a cycle, a habit of just being busy and doing things because um, we, we can often lose clarity when we just get busy doing a lot of stuff that we have to do, especially in the early days on our own, right? We have to uh, do most of the work that's out there. And so, um, you know, this is uh, for you if if you're maybe at a point where you're like, you know, am I on track? Am I doing the right things? Am I focusing on the right things? And am I setting myself up on the path towards success? Or am I on the path where I'm just kind of really being busy and kind of waiting for something to happen? Um, Because, um, you know, that's a reality for a lot of people. And so I wanted to kind of just take a few minutes and talk about that today and share um, five, really five core ingredients for online success that will hopefully... um, let you know that, hey, you're doing the right things and um, you're on track or maybe there's something you need to uh, put your focus back on to and maybe look at in your business. Um, So, you know, there's uh, lots of people have different perspectives on this, but at the end of the day, um, you know, if you've been doing this for uh, any period of time, there are some real core basic fundamentals that it takes, you know, it's no different than learning to drive a car, you know, there's just there's certain things that need to happen in order for you to get behind the wheel and be able to drive a car without crashing into something, right? So um, it's, you know, it's kind of a weird example, but you get what I mean, right? There's always those basics, right? Accelerator, park brake, shift gears, check your mirrors, that sort of stuff, right? Seatbelt. So I kind of just wanted to kind of give you a high level uh, overview of this today and just sort of touch on it on each of these points. So there's five core ingredients here um, that I think are super important um, in order to make sure that, um, you know, you're really paying attention to these key areas. And so um, the first um, and might be surprising, it may not be, but the first is you actually have to be able to deliver a result, right? You have to actually have something that people really need and really want. Um, if you don't have that, 
um, you're going to struggle. And, you know, uh, I, and let's look, lots of people have um, similar uh, offers, they have similar products, and they have a similar service. And so what I mean by that is, although it might be helpful, um, I'm going to talk about this in a second here, which is point number two, um, you have to you have to be able to offer uh, an outcome that is very specific, that is really directed towards an outcome and a transformation. Because at the end of the day, that's really all people are really interested in. People who are uh, checking you out and looking at what you have, they're really listening to find out if you can actually deliver the goods, if you have something that can um, actually get them the result that they're after, right? Um, and um, that makes it a great opportunity for you because there's so many people out there that have sort of the same message, the same call to action. And so um, if you find that something that you're doing in your process is very, very similar and sounds very, very similar to someone else, this is an opportunity for you to kind of step back and say, you know, how can I position my offer or my transformation, my result, my promise differently from someone else? So, you know, it doesn't matter what industry you're in, um, you know, like I say, what you say and how you say it is everything. And so you have an opportunity to really stand out and, you know, it doesn't have to be anything epic, um, but you just want to make sure that, first of all, what you've got can actually deliver um, a real measurable result that's going to really improve people's situation, solve a problem, make a difference and really help them out. Um, and so... Number two, and kind of segues into that, super important is you've got to have a, a really strong call to action. Now, that's not just click the link below. I mean it like right through the entire journey, and it starts with your message, right? It's your ability to convey um, what it is that you do and what you have and the promise and the transformation that you can offer from the beginning from when somebody first um, reads your copy or they uh, click on your email or your Facebook ad or your video, um, you like you said, you've got that one opportunity to really sort of interrupt their assumptions and grab their attention. And um, that's like so important, right? So <clears throat> it's kind of first of all, you know, how good you are at grabbing someone's attention. Then, and then next, it's like keeping them engaged and a great way to do that um, obviously is to open up a story loop, uh, start a narrative and begin to tell them a story that's going to sort of relate back to them with a theme that's already occurring in their lives, in their situation, right? So, um, you know, I always say, just imagine everything that you're doing when you begin to tell a story, just like you're telling a movie. You know, when you think about a movie that you begin to watch and think about it in these terms, and maybe this will help, um, because I know that, uh, you know, saying, to, you know, tell a story, you know, well, it's easy to say that, but how do you actually do it, right? Um, <clears throat> if you think back about a movie that maybe you've watched in the past or maybe even watched it recently, um, 
you know, you'll it, where uh, basically you'll see um, maybe it, it's a character walking down a street, or you know they're getting on a train or off a train. Like there's there's a scenario, there's a situation, a scene unfolding, but there's a there's a narrator in the background that's sort of setting it up, and you can you know there's maybe that voice talking in the background, and you know they're saying something along the lines like, yeah, I remember it was. A hot summer day or you know it was a cold winter's night and you get the idea right what's what's happening is is that that story loop is opening and so that's so important and the more that you can work on that and really bring story into um you know your call to action that that whole process that you're going to take people through um <clears throat> like i said i call it a call to action because at the end we 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 associate a call to action which it is with you know like it's time to take an action. But if you think about it, you want people to take action from the minute that they take their first action, which is to click a link and engage with you. So um, this is where it's so important to continue to maintain that. And we do that through strong messaging. Like I said, um, something to interrupt them, then uh, something to, to keep them engaged like a story. And then the next step is really from there is through that story is to create desire and to really increase their desire to want to either listen more or to get to that point where they want to see or hear about what you have and what they, what they should do next. And it's sort of what I call like, um, sort of like uh, when I talk about creating desire, what I mean by that is you're sort of triggering like an internal buying decision, right? It's, it's something that happens almost automatically. And if you think about it yourself, you know, when you've gone out as a consumer to purchase something, you know, you know what I mean when like when that desire just like it just automatically sort of starts to surface and um, suddenly you're sold, right? You're like, yeah, I think I'm interested. I want to do this. And that's really that process that you want to be thinking about with your uh, sort of this strong call to action when you think about grabbing people from the beginning by hooking in their attention and beginning to tell stories and talk about uh, that problem and then give them the solution and then start to uh, help them see the future. And in doing so, you're going to conjure up this desire for them to want to go, hey, you know what? I think I'm in the right place. I think this is what I want. And like I said, then it's almost like this internal trigger um, to want to buy uh, begins to happen when you do it effectively, right? And um, so the next step for that is number three, which is uh, you obviously want to back this up now because we are headed towards the ultimate call to action, which is you need to have incredible value. This is like so important, um, you know, because it, no matter what your area of expertise is, no matter how much you know about something and no matter how good you are at it, people want to feel like they're getting a deal, right? People want to, people love it when they can't say no to something, right? They almost get giddy. They're like, you know, I've been in situations where I'm like, oh, you know, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll take it. Look, that's cool. I, I'm in, I want it. Yeah, let's do it. And you kind of just, you know, that, that resistance just sort of falls away because you can't say no to the value because the desire has already been there. And so then when, when you have uh, a prospect whose desire is already there, and like I said, that sort of buying decision has already triggered inside, when you can put and stack 
a, a lot of value in front of them. Um, a lot of things happen, right? That desire goes through the roof. Number one, um, whatever the price is begins to get smaller and smaller and smaller. The more value that you can stack onto it, the more things that you can include. You know, one of the things that, um, uh, I've, I've definitely told clients in the past that have say, for example, one, we'll just say a modulated course in this case, you know, they have their, their first course that they want to put out there. Um, so, um, I, I tell them, let's take a look at everything that you have, because one of the things with an online course is, um, you know, if you put too much into your first course, because you're trying to deliver so much value, you can actually end up overwhelming the student or, you know, the person who's uh, purchased your course and wants to learn whatever it is that you're sharing. And so I always look for opportunities to take really good parts out of it and then use those as a value stack at the end. So an example might be, you know, you're, you're teaching a course on, you know, uh, let's say you're, you're teaching someone how to, um, you know, fix race cars, for example. And so you're going to tell them the core fundamentals. And then you say, you know, when you sign up for this course, I'm also going to include this bonus training that I put together, which is, you know, how to, you know, uh, what kind of tools you need to have, to, you know, to uh, work on race cars like the pros and which are the top five ones to use. And I think you get the idea, right? So um, it's probably like a really silly example. But what I'm trying to say is, is, you know, you think about everything that you know, all that skill and talent and expertise and knowledge that you have, because you know you do, and you have something like one course, think about some of those really good nuggets that you have that you can put together either as an added bonus or maybe as a couple of added bonuses. Um, you know, like I said, strip out some audio and create an extra MP3 download. I know with um, uh, one, of the, one of the big ones is, uh, uh, you know, people that uh, we've worked with, for example, in the mindfulness uh, space, you know, obviously we encourage them to take a lot of the things that they can do. They, a lot of these people that, um, you know, do meditating and things like that, they have these, this wonderful voice. And, um, you know, we say, Hey, create a bunch of MP3s. Like, and they're like, well, actually I got a whole bunch of stuff recorded. Great. Let's put that into a bundle and give a value to that and include it for free. You know, and it's sort of a light bulb moment for them. And, you know, maybe for you, you have, um, you know, a lot of things that you've created that, you know, are maybe just over on the shelf because, you know, you haven't found a way to use them. You know, it's kind of like the songwriter who has um, all these songs in the background, uh, you know, in their archives that, you know, they haven't um, completed or finished or put it into an album or something like that. And so um, just think about that, how you can uh create incredible value uh, for your prospects because um, the more value that you can add, uh, the more the resistance goes down and the more the desire increases. So super important, lots of different ways that you can stack value. Um, you know, and there's uh, other podcasts in uh, Clicks and Funnels where I talk about value stacking and ways that you can uh, get creative and uh, create more perceived value up front, which is super important. And then number four, like really, really important, and I don't think that in many cases there's enough emphasis on this. I think that a lot of people really get caught up on the front end, but really, you know, the follow-up is massive because, um, you know, as you probably heard, the fortune is in the follow-up, right? 
not everyone is going to be ready to buy right away, no matter how good the offer is, no matter how much they, they want it. You know, sometimes people just, you know, have their own sort of rules about things. You know, I don't buy anything until I first run up past my business partner or, you know, I check with my partner at home and, you know, there's just certain things that, you know, people do just ethically where they just say, yeah, it's great. I want it, but you know, or I'm going to think about it, you know, maybe they've been burned in the past and they're like, I'm not going to make, I'm going to make sure this doesn't happen again. I really need to sit down and, and make sure that I really need this. Um, how bad do I need it? Like there's a lot of reasons that come into uh, people making the decision to not buy today. And so the follow-up is so important, but the follow-up is so important that you do it for the long run, right? Not five or six emails and then nobody bought. Um, and again, this is uh, something that I see that happens a lot with people who are, are you know, sort of, um, really just getting, getting familiar with how marketing works. And, and so it's really important. I really want to stress this is that follow-up is one of the best things that you can do. But when we think about follow-up, um, obviously, you know, initially after someone, you know, when you can see in your, hopefully in your email marketing automation, um, you've got it set up that when people are clicking, they're maybe going into a countdown sequence. You know, if you're putting a, a date on that and have a real actual, um, you know, close sale or close offer, like where it's done and you redirect them to, um, another page where they can sign up when you're going to make that available again. Um, for example, but, you know, when we think about uh, follow-up, it's so important that you don't send emails that suck. Um, I see so many people, well, not see, but I mean, I read and I see other people creating copy that is really just about one thing and it's trying to, to make the sale. And, you know, people are just on to that. And like, that's just, that makes it really, really difficult to, um, <clears throat> to increase your sales, but also create a healthy list of engaged, um, contacts, you know, that are actually looking forward. Like when your email arrives, you know, they, they are keen to open it and actually read it, right? Because you've got the relationship there because what you're, what you're always wanting to do is really deliver value. That's always the goal, right? You always want to be, um, making sure that you're truly helping them, um, you know, cause if it's just about the money, um, you know, you probably make some money, but it's going to be tough to be there for the long game. Um, it's really about just being, um, really helpful and just wanting to help make a difference in someone's life and, and expect that if you help enough people, um, the, the rewards will come because you'll have the credibility and people will be able to see that because, uh, when you're following up with them in your emails, you know, what you're doing is you're being a friend, you're, 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 uh, you know, deepening that bond and that relationship. And I think that it's so important that, um, that that is what happens first, that the relationship is everything, right? Um, there's nothing better than, than having the respect of the people who are on your list and they really appreciate and look forward to hearing from you um, because the sales will come, you know, as long as you have those other parts in place, you know, you have things that can actually help them and you're building that relationship with them and they really get to know you. They're naturally just going to want to take the next step and do more business with you. And then, 
this kind of brings us to the last part of it and um, probably the least favorite for most people. But um, I, I wrote this down because I think right now it's more important than ever to share this. And that's, you got to be willing to work your ass off. That's, that's the bottom line. And, you know, I didn't want to sugarcoat it because I mean, the, the key word is uh, willing to, right? That's not to say that, um, you know, you're having success and you can't have a tremendous amount of more success. It doesn't mean that maybe success is just around the corner for you. And it doesn't mean that success won't begin to come right away. You know, again, it all relates back to what you have and the demand for it in the marketplace and how you can position and create the demand in the marketplace. Again, right back to your messaging, super important. So when you can get all of these things working really well, you can have success, but you have to be willing to work hard for it. You have to be willing to uh, play the long game. And um, this is why it's so important that you love what you do. You got to, you have to, you have to just really enjoy what you do just for the fact that you do it. And, um, you know, I don't know how else to convey it to you. I love what I do. Um, that's why you do it, right? It's, it's, it's not work for me. Yes. I mean, there's lots of stuff involved, as you know, to running your business and there's lots of stuff in running my business. And yeah, not all of it's, you know, a cakewalk and not all of it's fun. But what I'm saying is, is, uh, I'm really drawn and really passionate towards what I do. I love to share information and give that away to people. Right. And, and so you're, you, I, I would assume that you are the same kind of person. And so just enjoy the journey, right? Enjoy, you know, like they say, what well, they say, uh, winning is or, um, half the fun is, uh, getting there. And so, um, you know, uh, I just say like, just love what you do and just be willing to, uh, put in the hard work and trust that if you're doing the right things, the success is going to follow, right? If you're doing the right things, success is going to follow. So just to kind of recap quickly here, um, these five core ingredients that, um, you know, I believe and have seen uh, will create online success is number one, um, you've got to be able to actually deliver uh, a result that can make a difference, something that can really help people. Number two, you've got to have a strong call of action from the beginning right through until the end. In other words, you've got to be able to hook people in. You've got to be able to keep their attention. And then you've got to be able to create desire as a result of those things, right? That people want to sort of automatically make a buying decision. And then next, it's about uh, providing incredible value, um, making offers that make the price seem small, stacking a lot of additional uh, value over and above when people already decided that, you know, they're pretty much sold on something. When you can add even more and even more, it just makes it it just makes it, like I said, the the, uh, the resistance just sort of slips away and they just want it and they really commit to it. Number four, follow up. Make sure that you follow up and just continue to build those relationships and deliver more value and help them even more. And then finally, number five, just stick with it. Just work hard, love what you do. And, um, you know, just understand that everybody else out there 
um, who's doing this is working really hard. And I would just say on that note to just stop listening to that crap that's out there online um, that's convincing you maybe that uh, there's something wrong with you or something you're doing is wrong because it's not true. Um, because there's a lot of stuff out there online that is kind of geared towards that because it makes you kind of go, well, maybe I need to invest in this now. Maybe I need to buy this next thing now. Oh, maybe this is what's missing. So I better get my wallet out again and do that. Listen, I think investing in your skills, your knowledge, your education, your business, whatever it needs to get things to move forward for you is great. And you know that, but uh, I'm, I'm trying to make a point that there is a lot of stuff out there that is kind of makes you feel like, why am I not here? You know, how's this person doing that? And why am I not having that kind of success? Well, you have to recognize that there's, um, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on there that in many ways is deliberate, right? Because it's, that's the whole idea. It's being very uh, good at marketing what you have and increasing the desire. And I'm just saying that find things that are, are going to get you excited and keep you motivated and stop uh, engaging with any kind of stuff out there that's making you feel otherwise, where you feel like you're there's something wrong with you or you're doing something wrong. Uh, if you got a good product and you got a good service, there's probably just a couple things here and there that you just need to get right, and it'll come, it'll click. And if you're having success and you want more success, the same rules apply. So, um, you know, just again, I just want to share these things with you. There's just sort of five things that you can focus on and really step back in your business and have a look at each one of them and just say, what's working and what could I improve upon? What could I try? And then test things, test it out with your list, test it out with your ads, test it out in your funnels, um, test it out in your offers. There's so many opportunities to, for you to do this. And that's really the key to winning. And, you know, it requires a lot of hard work, but if you're willing to do it and you love what you do, um, you're going to get there and it's going to be well worth it. So with that said, listen, have a great day. Um, thanks for being here and, um, I will see you in our next episode.